Hi, I'm Leo Changela, and this is the 19th edition of the series Frontline Workers, where we talk to courageous essential workers who risk their lives daily to provide important services to the general public. It is over five months since the South African government instituted the national lockdown on March 27, with the country currently on level two. Paramedics are essential in the fight to combat and slow down the COVID-19 virus. According to a survey by Becky Caesar, South Africa only has 1,971 state-run ambulances on the road. This is only enough ambulances to cover a third of the population. Health department guidelines state that there should be at least 5,700 ambulances in operation, or one for every 10,000 people. Coming up in this edition of Frontline Workers... With regards to patient care, at all times you have to be hands-on with patients, so there's very little room for social distancing. As a paramedic, one of the second hugest challenges as a paramedic personally is mental health. Being a paramedic comes with a raining dose of stressful situations amidst chaos. I have elderly parents who both hold these comorbidities and are susceptible to the virus, to ensure their longevity, I haven't been home to KZN since the beginning of the pandemic. Charlotte Pele, who works as a paramedic at NetK91, tells me what she goes through as a frontline worker. Charlotte is also the critical care manager at the hospital company's emergency operations center. She describes her experience with the different levels of lockdown. Since the national state of disaster has been declared, there are many rules and regulations that we have incorporated at NetCare 911. This includes stricter regulations and directives regarding sanitization and personal protective wear. It has changed my approach towards patients with more caution and wearing personal protective wear. My fellow co-workers and I encounter complete strangers on a daily basis. We have no idea where they've been, who they've been around, and we cannot discern the person we are treating is infected or not. It's also heartbreaking for me as a paramedic to see fellow healthcare workers getting infected with the virus The extra precautions have to be taken to protect themselves and their families from possible infection. The initial adaptation to lockdown level 5 was extremely difficult. Now within level 2, we are more at ease and educated on the virus. Some of the measures that NetCare has implemented are that visitors must undergo symptom and temperature screening upon arrival, perform hand hygiene, and wear appropriate personal protective equipment at all times. Masks are required to be worn in such a way that they cover the visitor's nose and mouth. Charlotte describes how staff members are screened. At NetCare 911, we have an online screening tool that we use prior to us arriving at work where we'd screen ourselves for our symptoms. We fill out a questionnaire of symptoms and our whereabouts that we submit on an online uh, screening sheet. Our temperature is then taken, then a decision would come whether we'd be cleared to go into work for the day or not. What PPEs are you issued at work? Here at the NETCAN 911 Emergency Operations Center, because our agents are just taking calls and have headsets on, they use a mask and a visor at all times. Our road operational crews that are more 
susceptible to COVID-19, wear an N95 mask, a coverall or gown, gloves and a face shield for COVID and suspected COVID positive patients. Netcare 911 as an organization has gone above and beyond to ensure all of our staff have access to full protective wear to deliver exemplary patient care day and night 24-7. If a visitor does not pass the screening process or does not follow hospital protocols, which include practicing hand hygiene, wearing of masks and adhering to social or physical distancing, they will not be allowed to visit. Charlotte says social distancing as a paramedic is a challenge. Between myself and my colleagues, we at all times practice a 1.5 meter social distancing. With regards to patient care, at all times you have to be hands-on with patients, so there's very little room for social distancing. The procedures involving transporting a COVID-positive patient include notifying the hospital so that they can accommodate the patient with appropriate care and resources, as well as wearing full protective gear. On completion of transporting a COVID patient, paramedics will then decontaminate their ambulance or the aircraft and decontaminate the equipment, which is wiping it down with disinfectant and using an ultraviolet zapping robot to obliterate superbugs, viruses and any bacteria that will be prevented from replicating. The U.S. National Library of Medicine says recent systematic review of 27 international studies reported on over 30,000 ambulance personnel and found estimated prevalence rates of 11% for post-traumatic stress, 15% for depression, 15% for anxiety, and 27% for general psychological distress. As a paramedic, one of the second hugest challenges as a paramedic personally is mental health. Being a paramedic comes with a raining dose of stressful situations amidst chaos. Hysteria and chaos and sometimes anger are the prevailing emotions after any type of accident or mass disasters. Paramedics absorb these emotions on a daily basis. I think it's accumulative from just the type of and the nature of the job that we have, our day varies. At the start of the day, you could go to a gunshot victim, to delivering a baby on the sidewalk, to going to a mass disaster or a five-car pileup on the highway where there's patients who have been deceased. And you could be at the end of this. And I think as a paramedic, it weighs on your mental health uh, simply because of the emotions that you're dealing with and the weight of that and you as a paramedic absorb those emotions from every scene. So how do you deal with it? I myself deal with it by getting adequate rest. I believe in getting adequate rest, leading a healthy lifestyle and a balanced lifestyle is key. So getting adequate rest and exercise and eating healthy I think and making time for leisure and family time is good and also having a strong support system behind you i think like those are the things that make it easier to cope with this on a daily basis i think everyone is taking strain during the covid-19 pandemic but as a paramedic we taking so much more strain because we already had a high volume of work prior to COVID-19 and now with COVID-19, it's just much more worse. 
Worldwide, health workers have adopted strict measures to protect their families, such as social distancing. Fighting a battle on the front line against an invisible enemy isn't easy, and my family is very understanding and supportive during this period. I live alone uh, here in Johannesburg. I come from an Indian family where the general trajectory of Indian folk is with high blood pressure and diabetes. I have elderly parents who both hold these comorbidities and are susceptible to the virus. To ensure their longevity, I haven't been home to KZN since the beginning of the pandemic. NetK91 receives approximately 1,000 calls a day, and about 70% of those call-outs is where they go out and treat patients. Charlotte says the call-outs that paramedics are attending to have increased. All frontline workers are currently under immense pressure. We are anxious on every shift and we are mentally exhausted. It's the most challenging moment in our professional lives as healthcare workers. Our volume of work has increased and the concentration and the deliberation of putting on PPE, putting on a mask and a gown weighs on you. One mistake can be fatal and can lead to infection at any time. In addition to this, the ability to make a patient feel better emotionally and psychologically is all the more difficult from behind a mask and wearing protective wear. In the COVID-19 sphere, the terms essential worker and frontline worker have become largely a part of our everyday language and paramedics form part of this group of essential workers and frontline workers. We as paramedics experience the same pattern of worry and anxiety as the general public surrounding the coronavirus. At the same time, paramedics not only know that they may be more exposed to COVID-19 more than others, but that they'll be the ones to depend on when the worst happens. And this is a complex combination of pressures to cope with on a daily basis. For the next edition of Frontline Workers, you can visit scbcnews.com or at SABC News on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. For SABC Digital News, I'm Lebo Changela.